Hello and welcome to this journalism.co.uk podcast with me, Catalina Albano. It's the start of the academic year here in the UK, so in this episode we'll be looking at how journalism courses are teaching innovation. In order to be successful in the media today, young reporters need skills that go beyond news gathering, shorthand, news writing or media law. Many universities are introducing data journalism, mobile journalism and other new modules into their course. Some even teach innovation. In this podcast, we'll hear from two university professors tasked with teaching journalism innovation and emerging technologies. We'll find out what they actually teach on their course. A tricky one to structure and mark when many in the industry don't really want to define innovation in the first place. Jane Singer is Professor of Journalism Innovation at City, University of London. She splits her time between research and teaching a journalism innovation class, which gets students to come up with ideas for new products and tools and pitch them in front of a panel of experts. I've been here in the UK for three years and so that's how long I've been teaching the class. So this term coming up is a class that runs in term two. So when it comes up, this time, this will be the fourth time. The first year I was here, it was called entrepreneurial journalism, and then after that we changed it, and we also changed the format as well, and I think made it much better. The problem with entrepreneurial journalism, we found, is that it, it kind of had this connotation of starting up your own business. And while some students are interested in doing that, and they do think about uh, whatever it is, the idea that they want to take forward as a enterprise, kind of in a traditional sense of what a, a new enterprise might be, a lot of them are more interested in doing something that would fit in with the remit of an existing company, but be creative and take that in a new direction. And, you know, as you know, existing companies are, uh, media organizations are very keen to do that sort of thing. So there's a real interest in that all around, and I think a real benefit for students to be able to think through who an audience might be, think about what the value of what they, they bring to the um, to the table is think about a variety of different things and and so that's worked really well and it's also enabled us to bring in a lot of just amazing journalists have come and talked with the class um, some of them are entrepreneurs and some of them have their own startups but a lot of them are you know people who are doing audience engagement at existing organizations or people who work with BBC News Labs or people who do all kinds of things in in organizations that the students aspire to work for, and many of them do go to work for, and sort of help them see that uh, there's a lot of things they might contribute and a lot of routes into those organizations that are eager for innovative ideas and creative people. Dan Pacheco holds the Peter A. Horvitz Chair of Journalism Innovation at Syracuse University and puts together new courses almost every year. For him, being in charge of teaching journalism innovation isn't just about getting students to familiarize themselves with new technologies. More importantly than having just the hands-on experience with it, really it's about rewiring their brains to uh, be looking out for you know, new technologies, coming up with ideas, not being afraid to go and try them out, and even if they fail, then sharing what they learned from that. And that's really primarily what I do in, in a nutshell. Um, so I, I teach some classes, but they're all uh, really brand new classes. In the last four years that I've been here, I've had, I think it's uh, seven classes that I've created. And some of those classes I've actually destroyed so that I could then, because I, I learned you know, from the feedback or just you know, as we were kind of going through the classes that those particular courses 
weren't the right fit at that time. And then I would, I would take portions of what were, was in those classes, put them into other classes and expand them. And so it's kind of become, um, it was part of my job. The, uh, this, it's like the scientific method of creating new courses that really have impact on students and lead to really exciting careers where they're able to you know, run towards and embrace change and emerge as change agents rather than um, you know, the, the reverse, which as we know is not very fun, which is responding to change too late and then possibly then you know, ending up unemployed. <laughs> the courses Pacheco teaches include virtual reality and emerging media platforms. And his approach to teaching focuses on making sure the students are able to identify and solve key issues in their practical projects by themselves and share their solutions with others. We discuss what's going on in the industry today, and then I show them how to do certain things like stitch videos or create scenes in Unity 3D or, you know, the other classes, you know, how does an Arduino work <laughs> and how do you connect it to a computer and then uh, create scratch programs to then run things to collect sensor data, for example. And then there's a lab section where they actually go off and do this stuff. And often, I, um, uh, depending on what the, the project is, I'll require them then to uh, post a public blog entry on a class website that talks about what they did, what they tried to do, what worked based on what they sought out to do, what ultimately failed or didn't work, and then what they may have learned as they went through that process. And this is actually the most important part. Uh, what discoveries did they make about other things that are possible that had nothing to do with the assignment based on what they, what they tried and failed? Because that's actually, I think, the most important thing is that innovation is this messy process. And the only way you discover uh, you know, new ways of doing things is by trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. But just because you, tr you tried and failed at very specific you know, ideas or hypotheses that you had doesn't mean that there's really a failure there because in you know, the data of all of that experimentation, you're going to discover other, other uses of these technologies you, you never even thought about. And, you know, in that process, you could be like the digital equivalent of the chef who, who invented the French fry, right? Because supposedly potato fell into the oil and then they used to be thrown out. And he was like, oh, this tastes pretty good. Now we have to eat French fries. You know, what's the French fry for new technology? You have to be constantly doing things. And um, I think that that's also important in industry. So I'm hopeful that these students who come out of this, you know, this method that I've started here um, really help their organizations also, you know, act that way and, you know, try things, not punish people when they don't work exactly the way that they, that they had hoped they would, but then mine all that, you know, the data of the experiment to find new things that they would never have realized if they hadn't tried. At City, the focus is still towards entrepreneurship to a certain extent. Students have to pitch their final ideas to experts in a setting Singer says is similar to that of business show Dragon's Den, where entrepreneurs have three minutes to pitch their idea in front of potential investors. The students don't leave with money to fund their product and don't have an obligation to take their idea to market, but do get some experience of what coming up with a sustainable new product or tool for the media industry entails. Singer can't share too much about the ideas that have come out of the program, as certain graduates are still working on developing their ideas to potentially launch. Marking is always something that everyone hates, <laughs> from the students to the instructors. I do have help from the city starters team. So here at City University we have a wonderful 
kind of enterprise unit, and uh, they're devoted to doing all kinds of really cool things to help students across the university kind of bring their ideas to life and get feedback, and uh, so they, do, they do a lot of great stuff. So they provide feedback. What I started doing this past year, which I will do again because it worked really well, is we, we had the students do sort of draft versions of things, and so they could get a lot of feedback on things they might think about. So a lot of them, for instance, start with a really broad concept of who the audience is, which typically tends to be people just like me, <laughs> you know, a young student or a young, you know, incoming professional interested in, you know, all kinds of different things or whatever particular thing it might be. So it's usually kind of a broad way of thinking about the audience and a sort of, here, here's what I know and so I'm going to develop something to meet an audience that I already know about and, and that's okay if that's what they want to do. But we help them think about, well, you know, why are you cutting off the age for your product, for your audience? Why are you only thinking about that as being people up to age 25? Why wouldn't people age 40 be interested in that? And they, So they think through, and maybe they wouldn't, but maybe they would. And then they think through, if in fact it's really a young audience that they want, why is it a young audience? How do you reach those people? Or, you know, how are you going to communicate through social? How are you going to communicate through mobile? How are you going to get your message out there? So it's a lot of iteration, I guess, is the short version to that. I would love to be able to do more. It's a 10-week class, so there's only so much of that we can do, but, but at least now we've introduced a process so they can kind of get a stake in the ground, get some feedback on it, use it to develop, to continue to develop their idea. So we, we mark them on, to some extent, the quality of the idea, but, but really what I'm looking for when I mark the things at the end of the year is have they really thought through the the issues and the process and sort of demonstrated that. So we don't actually, in this class, given what we, the structure that we have now, they don't actually have to develop this. They certainly don't have to bring it to market, but we, um, we give them the tool. We hope we give them the tools to put the groundwork in place so that they can do that um, going forward. So they, have, they do that. They, they do a proposal that covers things like audience and competitors and value and some of the resources they need, those kinds of things. Um, they also do um, a pitch at the end, which um, scares them, although, frankly, they usually do a fantastic job with the pitch. And so we bring in some outside friendly dragon-type people, very friendly, um, and they, they pitch to these strangers, basically, um, just like they would in the real world, and they get some feedback. Um, and then they do, um, they also do a little bit of kind of reflecting on kind of where they've been and what they've learned. So those are the assessments that we use. Pacheco's classes teach students skills many in the industry are currently getting to grips with, such as stitching 360-degree video. But he doesn't tell students any set number of skills is enough to keep them at the top. It's a real mistake, I think, to tell anybody, including students, that, hey, if you just focus on these three specific skills, then you're going to be set for life in uh, you know, whatever job you're going to go into. That is a total lie. You need to have your your thumb on everything. You need to be constantly out there, you know, reading up, reading, you know, uh, tech blogs in particular, um, but also, you know, uh, seeing what innovators in the industry are doing and then move beyond just what they're doing and figure out how are they doing it. Maybe you can reach out and talk to them. Maybe view the source of the, of the code on their website and look for the open source library they're using, right? Like you have to really go, go, go deep on this stuff on a lot of different things. To, uh, to be an expert in it. And I basically just described my job. So thankfully, while I do teach classes, 
um, I have uh, one less class that I, that I have to teach compared to other professors, and that's part of the endowed chair. And that gives me the time to go out and do this kind of, of research and development. And so, um, you know, I feel really fortunate that I have that. But even if you don't have that kind of luxury, you know, spending a few weekends here and there and evenings, it will be worth it, I promise. You've been listening to a journalism.co.uk podcast. 